Hey guys and welcome to the Red Podcast. It's me, Roy. I'm here with Emmanuel. That's who you're here with. Bro, your mic just made a weird noise. Really? Yeah, it was like. Oh, I, was, I took a long ass pause for anticipation. Uh, but I, okay, I, my bad. I'm, I'm gonna keep that in. I'm gonna keep that in there too. Just <laughs> heads up. That was so strange. But um, how have you been, man? How's everything? Oh, chilling, bro. I've been chilling. I heard the same sound, by the way. I think it might be Discord. Um, not really. That sounded like like uh like you messing with your mic. Really? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It's Yours like just did a little static thing. Like, so that's why I thought maybe it was the same thing, but uh, nah, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not a static. It was okay. like somebody messing with your mic. Alrighty, alright. But um, well, you say you're just chilling. Just chillaxing, laying yeah, back. Yeah, me too, man. Damn, I was trying to do the rap thing. Okay. Um, from, All right. Uh, <laughs> no, oh, Fresh Prince. Well, I, I never know the theme song. That's another. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I got you. I got you. I guess that's good, man. I just been doing the same. Nothing special. Yeah. Just Try any new drugs, out. bro? No, no new drugs, man. All right, bro. That's good. But uh, anyways, what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? We talk something, yes. something, 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 something in light. I guess um, asking like if you would rather like have have be rich with no friends or basically be poor but have a lot of friends or have good friends or something like that something along those lines or what the- kind of um, what kind of a uh, poor are we talking about? See, good point. So there's a level, you think there's a level to you of where you're like, I'd rather not have friends and not be this poor? Yes. I think, what, yeah. What's your What's your level? If I don't, like, um, basically to a point where I don't have, I pretty much live in a box. Live in a box? But do you have friends at that point, yeah. though? If you're living in a yeah. box. Yeah, friends. Like, how? Who? who? Make, I've never you been homeless, homeless buddies, you know, at the soup oh, kitchen. Okay, I, okay, you know? fair enough. Cause I was gonna say, like, you know, if you really have friends, like, you don't have not one that could let you sleep on their couch. Like, friends are selfish, man. Then they're not really your friends. If I, if like, honestly, if they still were, can be your friends, and they still can be selfish. But I'm saying you have friends. You telling me all of them? Everybody have their own situation where people might not be able to <laughs> allow you. But like, I have ten mm-hmm. friends, and not one of them could let me crash in there. Um. On their couch until I get on my feet. That sounds like you yeah, know you don't true. have ten real that's friends. True. You know, like I know if anything were to happen to me, like I could sleep on your couch. Like you oh, know dude, that for you, sure. you know like until mm-hmm, I get back sure. on my feet, like you gonna be like yo, just sleep on my couch. You figure it out, and we'll figure out what to go from there. That's a friend. But if we're all oh, homeless, when, when, <laughs> if we're all homeless, <laughs> yes, you could come under my bridge. Versus, you know what I mean. But <laughs> if you have like friends that are like doing better off, I don't think you know those are like real friends all of them are real friends if they can't let you sleep on the couch so your level yeah. is your level of like wealth would be if you're homeless under a bridge type thing is where you'd rather my level of poor yeah your level of poor so you'd rather that's yes. your limit to where like yeah i don't need friends i'd rather have the money now yeah and um what well, is that that's like the drastic that's like the mm-hmm. far end yeah, yeah um also like if i'm like struggling like struggling struggling you know like i can't pay nothing like every single time I wake up, I is either a red letter, something's full, of cl- getting my house getting uh, full of clothes, mm-hmm. um, 
death collectors, death uh, collectors. Death collectors like got that, the Grim dude. Reaper coming at you. Pretty much, you know, <laughs> they say death and taxes are the only two things that are absolute. That's true. Um, but um, yeah, those those are the, the things because like I I don't see that as being really a life because if you wake up every single day just like anxious or like how am I gonna pay X yeah. Y and Z or True. say that you got into like a really bad lawsuit and then you're just like I can't even have any money like how am I supposed to eat or you know child support mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But let me so add- it's just, it's like that's not really living in my in my sense. I- yeah, in a way, I agree. But some people do live like that, though. It's they not do. it's not an easy I, life, but do. there's people that live like that, and there's people that have families that live like that, too. So it's not even just yeah. them. It's like them in a group. So let me ask you this. So what's the point of a friend to begin with, like, versus why would somebody choose friends over money? Like, what do you get with friends uh, that you Companionship. I mean, just like, just like with um, humans, uh, we always look for companions. You know, I, I get that money can buy friends. Well, mm-hmm. quote unquote friends, but we're more so looking for like to develop bonds, and I feel like that's like something that you're gonna go throughout ho- mm-hmm. the, your entire life is to find people that you can create a bond with, you know. Yeah. Because you know how they say like you know a friend is a friend, um, but your true friends is the friends that you have after ten years, the one that you still talk to, the one that you see, um, and the one that you actually make Cultivated, a point to see or basically. talk to them. In a sense, yeah, I yeah. guess. But um, again, developing bonds, relationships. Um, I guess a second family. Yeah. Because I see my friends as a second family, but <sighs> not first. Yeah, I agree with you to an extent with that. Because like the way I see it, like with friends and like versus money. I'm like you know, like since I've been, and you you brought up a good point with the like you know they say like the ten years. Maybe that's what it is. Cause I'm like I've lost a lot of friends throughout my life. Like not necessarily in like, and um, oh we just fell off. Or something. It's just kind of things life happen and those people are like my best friend in high school. I haven't talked to him since graduation, basically. Damn. No, actually, no, I, I did talk to him since graduation. But like he just moved, okay. and it was just like he moved. But we talked like maybe two to three times max since graduating. And he moved mm-hmm. away. He went to school somewhere else. He moved and lost touch with him and stuff like that. And it was like, this was like my best friend in high school. Like, we were inseparable mm-hmm. damn near. So, it was like, to me, I'm just like, people. Yeah, I'm very, for- I'm, I'm very fortunate because, like, um, my best friends, um, mm-hmm. Aubrey and Kenyatta, I yeah. knew them ever since, what, elementary school? For real. And, yeah, and we've been friends for almost uh, surpassing, like, 15 years or so. Damn, that's awesome! Cause like mm. you guys are inseparable. Around around fifteen, like close to like between ten and fifteen. Um, but yeah, uh, it's probably yeah, more than ten years. It's more than a decade for sure. Yeah, cause more I've I've known you for damn near close to ten Almost years decade, now. Yeah. yeah, so there's no way they mm. don't you don't know them longer than that. Um, yeah, so like um, yeah, I'm very fortunate because like um, those those two guys are actually my lifelong friends. Yeah, which is and, great. You guys are inseparable, even yeah. if you don't talk off then yeah it's just like it doesn't matter yeah if i need if i need anything Mm -hmm. if um it's more so my fault because like i often have a tendency of ghosts being a ghost yeah yeah, yeah. um especially if i get busy or entrapped in something or doing something at the moment i kind of forget about you know 
And as you get older, you guys' views might be different to like the things that you prioritize. Well, we might. of course uh, they they have a uh, different views than me. Of course, yeah, dude, like they're somewhat the polar opposite of me, and I'm the polar opposite of them. Mm-hmm. But that's also like what makes our relationship so dynamic is that everyone brings different things to the table, mm-hmm. but we're still so open minded where. We're not really nitpicking or saying, "Oh, you should be more like this," or, or getting, should, yeah. yeah, or getting into fights just because we don't agree. Like, yeah, it's mostly a I, I, to this day. Like, um, I know if anything happens, <clears throat> excuse me, with this business or whatever, mm-hmm. I know for a fact I can go to them. Hey guys, um, can I crash with you guys? Like, mm-hmm. they're like, hell yeah, come, no you know, come live with us. But like, yeah, no issues whatsoever. Um. But yeah, again, like I'm very fortunate to have those two guys in my life, and um, a lot more people, of course. But those two guys are Absolutely. the longest people I've known. Like that's that's not family. That's that's like to yeah. have friends, especially being as young as you are, to have friends that you've been known since like 15 plus years. That's like yeah, damn near. One thing of. I do appreciate, one thing I do appreciate about them is that's the fact of like they understand my tendencies of like being a ghost because mm-hmm. like they used to invite me out so much but yeah. my typical answer was just like um oh no dude i got i got stuff to do i was like i can't do it now like i already mm-hmm. have obligations and they're like roy come on man you can't have obligations every single day now and i'll explain to them you know with the job i do have i do have obligations every single day mm-hmm. but other than that like um they're very respectful you know they're very uh you know they will put me in my place and a lot a lot of people um tend to do that to me because i come off very strong mm-hmm. and very like very stiff yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah but um the question was would you rather be poor and have friends or would you rather be rich and have no friends uh, I mean, I'm poor now, and I have friends. It seems <laughs> life is okay. So I, I, I so, poor, so, so yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying, like, I consider myself poor, but I'm not like you know. When we talk about degrees of poor, like what you said, <clears throat> being like homeless. Of, of course, I'm not there, and I eat every single day. I have a roof over my head. I have clothes. I could go to the store and buy something for, uh, as a luxury for myself. So I'm not poor in that sense. But I'm thinking poor in a sense of like the rich like um See, the contrast like, there one thing so where yeah, am i where am th- i at now am i like average with friends well first um man i would never like associate myself with that word poor know? yeah i would be more so saying i'm lacking you know some some stuff that makes me feel like i'm wealthy but i would never consider myself poor what's the definition poor, of poor because poor becomes eventually a mindset you know where did i hear that Son, like I felt like I heard something along those lines, like in a movie, or a maybe you have. It was like son, um, uh, oh no, it was um Dave Chappelle's uh, skit. He's like um, you know, on oh he did say he that. said uh, his, his dad, dad told him, him like I'm poor is a mindset. We're not poor, son. Mm-hmm. We're broke. <laughs> you know, He's like, yeah, you're you're lacking, and I I agree with that because I I think I heard it before. That stand-up special, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know where, but yeah, I I, I agree with that. So, so I guess much, yeah, man, you're right. Because, I'm not poor. I'm not poor. Yeah, because, because the, you're the, only lacking. Yeah, the there's only things that you're lacking. The definition. Well, the definition of poor is lacking sufficient money to live at a standard considered comfortable or normal in society. Um, 
Yeah, but which, like, so I'm I not that's there. A, so that's I'm... a mindset, though. Yeah, because now you because you because anybody can be rich, anybody can be wealthy, but it depends on like what what they consider, you know. Could you just be financially poor? Could I just um, be financially poor, but not poor? And like, I'm not lacking in a lot of other things, but I think I'm lacking finances. Well, I guess it's I not, call it's, I'm not poor, even lacking so. finances, honestly, because I have enough to I live. So. Um, like, yeah. I'm lacking because I think I want more. I need more. I have to have more. So at well, that point, I'm like, oh, I'm why... lacking money. I'm lacking money. I don't yeah, have, I don't have as go. much as the A-list celebrities or the millionaires of the world. But it's like. I live okay. I live comfortably. I'm not really in yeah. need and of And don't much. compare yourself with that stuff too, man. Like, honestly, like, hey. one thing I consider is, like, um, when I think about wealth, yeah. again, this is all, like, how people think and, like, they value themselves. Yeah. Um, it sucks because, you know, in society, we're kind of in a, um, you know, type of rule or measurements, like, seeing how far or how much our wealth is. Mm-hmm. And usually when somebody says wealth or rich, they use a unit of measurement, which is money. Mm-hmm how much money you have. So I wouldn't consider, like, I think everybody's um, wealthy in their own way. I think they, they want more, but I wouldn't never call anybody or use that phrase um, for myself or anybody else yeah. to call them poor, you know, because I feel like that means like you're, you're, you're there, like you're stuck there. You like, there's nowhere else to go. You've already you've I get put broke. a cap on yourself. Yeah, I get I get broke because you know we like, you get you have no money. Mm-hmm. You get a dollar. You're not broke no more. Yeah, you still broke. <laughs> you still you're broke. not not necessary. You're you're lacking. What is not broke? A lot of money, but <laughs> broke is like broke is when you um have zero like zero dollars. I wouldn't say like that. No money in your account. I think um, you'd broke if you have literally. I think you're a broke person if all the money you have is is allocated already. Um, you you're checked well, to, you're check to check basically you're broke like you can't do anything outside well, ne- ne- of well, like necessary that's not living. that's not really broke then. I um, think that's I mean, broke. I mean you can you can you can get the extra commodities that you want, but I don't think you're broke. That's broke. You're just working you're... to live basically. You're not you're not yeah. working to enjoy life. I mean, I guess I guess see, I, I, like I see what you're saying. Like you literally work so you could eat to go to work, have a roof over your head so you could rest your head at night, and like you know, pay the bills that you you have to pay, like phone and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then you have to go back to work. Yeah. Like you know, I feel like that's considered that would be broke in a way. I mean, at the end of the day, it all depends on that person. If that's enough for them, then I guess to them yeah, they might just... not be broke. But to me, I'm just like, right. I would love to like you know get extra cheese on my burger when I'm ordering it. Like you know, yeah, it's just like the idea of like um, like what's a good job? Like, like say to somebody who just wants to be a, like a McDonald's worker. Mm-hmm. And they're happy with that. They feel fulfilled. Absolutely. You know? It's just it's just one of those things. You but know? to me, I feel like um, that's not. But broke, it doesn't really matter to yeah. me. It doesn't matter what I think. But if the person's happy, it doesn't really, you know. Because I think for me, when, when broken, I say like zero, zero dollars. Like you have absolutely no money whatsoever. Like you're broke. Like, that's, dude, I'm broke. But I'm not. I, I but poverty. I can always get money. That's that's more so like a like a status. Yeah. I don't think that's like like to uh, define like someone. It's like more status, like um, mm-hmm. you know how it's like poverty, the yeah. middle class, and upper class. You know, this is a scaling. You're still making money, but the, but you how much you're making is not to the standards of that you know social 
I guess, uh, measurement. Yeah, yeah. But um, my biggest thing is, uh, I don't know. Um, it depends on the severity of being poor or broke mm-hmm. or whatever um, versus rich. Because I believe that anybody who is like um, lacking in financial assets or money can always go out and get that information and become a wealthy person. Okay. Let me let me make this scenario more specific. Let's say you have enough money. Let's say you let's say you're worth ten million dollars, right? Okay. So you're you're rich. You're ten million dollars. You don't have major like bill. You're not you know your net value is ten mil, right? But okay. you know deep down everybody that's laughing with you is because you have the money. It's all because of your status. None of them are your real friends. They will sell you out any minute of the day. Um, the women you might have around you is just for the money. None of them really love you or, you know, cherish you like that. Um, just nothing serious. You you know deep down is because of the money. Um, you enjoy they're, they're okay. okay. Yeah, that's the only reason anybody's around you is because you're paying them to be around you or they think they could get something off of you. Versus, yeah, like, okay. let's say you're broke, my definition of broke, where you're living paycheck to paycheck. Paycheck to paycheck. Um, you have to maybe work a second job to make sure you're you're basically live the basic means, right? Um, right. <clears throat> but you have genuine friends around you that you can have a good laugh with. They're not around you because you have something to offer them. They just like your company. Mm-hmm. Which one would you prefer? Uh, the second one. Like being living like bare minimum. Paycheck, you, pay, paycheck yeah, to paycheck. Yeah, paycheck to paycheck. Because, you know, one thing I believe in, because like, um, mm-hmm. I come from a family of like business owners and mm-hmm. like self-made like you know, business people. Um, I'm not gonna tell you the net worth, of mm-hmm. course not. Uh, but for example, like my um my grandpa who just passed away, God mm-hmm. bless, passed away a long time ago. But years. um he, yeah he was a um he was a a army um retiree, uh, army veteran, mm-hmm. and then he built his empire where where we live at, where I used to live at, where I was born. Um, into what it is like he owns like five or six you know um, studio apartment complexes he owns like two three um, hotels in that island mm-hmm. like convenience stores you know and he built it from from nothing he built it from what he had and he was i think he had like four kids at the time yeah so i see that you know anything that gets considered wealth i feel like or i guess money I feel like you can go out and do it and make make that amount. You can start something. You can start something small. You don't even have to like buy stuff and resell stuff. You can make something, sell it to people around you, or do a service. That's one thing I believe, man. I believe anybody can generate. You know. No, 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 no. I feel like what you're trying to do is like you're trying to stop being poor or broke. Nah, nah. You gotta live poor and die poor. There's no getting out of that class. That's the whole point. Because if the point is like, ah, I could become rich one day with those real friends. Well, that's, nah, nah, that, really that's, not that's, the, that's, that's not the scenario. I'm, that's that's because, not the scenario I'm posing. That's not real. That's very real. There's people that live and die poor or broke, yeah, as you say. I feel like they don't, they don't, but they don't have the information. And when they do have the information, if you, because uh, you can go, like, where I used to live, it wasn't really, you know, it's not that they don't have the information. I don't. I don't agree with that. Think about a lot of people no. that have. Are you kidding me? A lot of people that work. Financial education is this generation. Our generation is the most knowledgeable generation of financial education. People, I feel we like we have a movement called Fire. Yeah, I understand that, but I'm saying and, like I think a lot more. 
people. It is not that they don't have the financial like knowledge. That is one of it. I agree that a lot of people don't, but some people do and they know what they have to do. They're just scared or comfortable in what they're doing. Let's say somebody well, let's say somebody who's me. been working I'm, at um not to down anybody's like profession or anything. Let's say somebody's working working at McDonald's for thirty years, which is possible. Like I remember when I was working at Subway back then, I had an older lady. Oh my gosh, she was a sweetheart. She was the best. Um, but she was there for like sixteen years when I got there. So it's like I know Was she happy doing what she's doing? She she seemed she she seemed like she was. but she had to work two jobs. She left she left Subway to go work at Walmart. And I believe her husband didn't do anything. Her husband was just chilling at home. She was the breadwinner. Again, that's what I'm saying. People I'm pretty sure she knew because like the thing with me, she always told me, like, Emmanuel, you know, stay in school so you don't I don't think she was happy. I think she had to. She felt like she had to live this type of life um because she was always telling me like yo don't get stuck here kind of thing and i hear that a lot from like older people that are at jobs where you would consider like hey that's not a career type job they usually like from younger people that i know that been around them they'll talk to them like you'll stay in school or try to motivate them to aspire for more and not get stuck at that you know well it it goes to again so so some people they know they know what they have to do they know that they can get out of that but it's it's harder because, it, like, I understand their situations because if they stop, their livelihood is gonna stop. That's what that's that living the paycheck to paycheck let, thing. Let me ask. Let me tell you this. This this one word, this is a, a word that we all use when it comes to like business or like mm-hmm. starting business. They get comfortable. Yeah. They get comfortable. If her husband's not doing anything, if it's health reasons, that's that's fair. If from what not, I from what I remember, know, he, I don't think it was her health reasons. It might have been needs, before, well, but it wasn't anymore. Again, that's also on her part because she needs to tell her man, her husband, whatever, mm-hmm. to be like financial literate. Hey, I'm struggling with two jobs. Yeah, and it was for years. I can work one job. You you work one job. You know, it's com- it's com- just the complacency mm-hmm. and it's just being comfort. That's all it is, man. Because mm-hmm. like when it when you do you think like starting a business is easy? It's not. Like you're going out on a limb. That's what I'm telling you. Like you're literally People. going out on a limb. And with her, I felt like maybe, again, maybe she didn't. She didn't have the knowledge. She didn't. You know, I feel like she didn't read enough. She didn't have like any mentor, any mentors. She didn't have anybody that's has started a business in their life who can guide guide her and say, "Hey, this two jobs, two jobs a day. Mm-hmm. It's it's cool for right now, but you need to tell that dude to get up and get a job, or you need to leave. You need to bounce." Oh, they've been together for because like 30, 40 years. Or it something does, like that. bro. It does not yeah. matter because that. Well, that that's you gonna be what 60 60 65 working every single day just because yeah she was 50 something husband yeah your husband wants to stay at home and not work yeah if it's health reasons i understand Mm -hmm. and that's unfortunate because you know that is a huge trap yeah um but my whole my whole thing about stuff like this is that but you you comfortable but you exactly they don't have the knowledge but that's what I was telling you. Like you, around you said it wasn't realistic, and I'm telling you, there's people that know that. I think majority of people, without being uh, financial literate, would understand that. Well, let's owning- go back. Let's go back to what I, what I said before. Um, um, after that, I said it's either because they choose because they're comfortable in what they're doing. That's what I'm or saying. They don't have. Yeah, I understand that. That's what I'm saying. And and then, and then if we go further back to what I said, it's I'm saying that. At, like one of the biggest, gen- this is the biggest generation that understands you know finance yeah we had the technology and it's very you know abundant to us we have the information 
we have apps that allow us to invest mm -hmm. you know it's like you know this financial is, financial awareness and like financial literacy is the easiest it's been it's 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 tangible for a lot of people that it's it not i wouldn't say it, it's easy no i'm I saying it, say it is easy. easy compared to what it was before now you could like think about it like this we started using robin hood right back then yeah trading stocks was a was like a well-kept secret like you tell people like you should invest in but it wasn't something that everybody could do on their own robin hood was the it wasn't first really a, it wasn't it wasn't a really well-kept circuit right? it was not a well-kept secret in the sense of like nobody was, knew about it it was but it was like you it, needed more resources to do it like you couldn't start you couldn't not, start not a portfolio at ten dollars not necessary um you telling me 30 years ago you could do a portfolio for what, ten dollars let me finish my statement dude come on okay like, go ahead. i'll let you talk dude like for example like the whole entire thing about stocks dude it's the concept is for the rich and wealthy uh-huh right yeah there's a um there's a book called memoirs memoirs of a um i think of a stockbroker i forgot the name of that book mm -hmm. and um this guy literally had what maybe like five dollars to his name and he started trading trading where um they used to do it in like in um these little i guess clubs bars it's been a while since i read the book but that's for that's one of the examples like he would do some odd jobs to get enough money then he would um start buying um stocks and he became known as somebody who can play the market who can read the market really really well and what's the name of this book again um memoirs, memoirs of a of a stockbroker i think is the, is the name of it okay and so i'm saying to you like we, if if we go back what maybe let's say 10 years mm -hmm. or let's say that we're 18 we just became 18 mm -hmm. if our parents or if anybody anybody in our circles of adults or uh, mentors told us hey um have you thought about investing you can go through these um routes which is td america trade um you know charles schwab um you know and they teach us like hey there is a fee for to get a call well to buy and to sell a stock there's a fee that you have to pay the stock broker so you can have the shares but you still can have a part of a company it might be you know it might cost what let's say let's say let's say it might cost like five dollars to execute on a share okay mm -hmm. all right then the share costs like twenty dollars or I say that uh, we use example of Coca-Cola. Let's say it's like forty dollars, mm -hmm. forty-five. So it's gonna be fifty to get one share of Coca-Cola. Fifty-five. No, I'm it's talking 50. about the sell. You're, not, to, you're ever gonna sell? You buy. I'm, that's the example I'm buying. Okay. But that's the point. Like it, again, the knowledge wasn't there. It was not presented to us. It was not there. The literacy was not there. Our parents did not know. That's oh, they did not teach us. Maybe they did know, but their concept of you know wealth is through savings. Wait, and not investing. Wait, wait a second. What did I say? Not, did I say it was more? It's easier now and more tangible now to know the, the information. Is that what I said before? Or you, you said that, but this, your statement was um, that it was a well kept secret. That's why I said no. It was just not just. It was. The yeah, yeah, yeah. The conception yeah, yeah, yeah. of selling of stocks is that it was meant for like wealthy people. And also, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like when I said we a well kept secret, if we had the knowledge. When I said a well kept secret, I didn't mean you have to. 
You gotta have to go back and listen to. Yeah, what no, I know, no, but I'm saying like, let me elaborate on that. Like, if I misspoke, what I was, what I. Well, mean- let me finish. Let me finish my statement. Um, but like I said, it's go just ahead. the information was not uh, given to us. You broke up a little bit. You know. You said the knowledge was not break- given to us. The information, okay. the information was not given to us, and our parents had a conception of to be wealthy is to have a lot of money saved in savings account, not through investments. Mm-hmm. Yes, there you go. That's it. You told me let me finish by repeating what you said, <laughs> but well, the, you interrupted me. Of course, I'm going to no, no, state the statement. But I already heard it. That's why I was like, that, "What?" I didn't interrupt you. You finished it. But what I was saying is, um, you didn't interrupt me. <laughs> All right, but what I was right. saying, well, guys, we we'll keep a tally. Um, <laughs> uh, this the people who has been messaging me. This uh-huh. this message me a uh, this, the time the time slots uh-huh. of like this whole entire interaction. Okay, you can continue. Okay, um, you made me lose my train of thought. Wait, whoa! whoa. <laughs> I was saying like because that was such a weird interaction you just did. But what I was saying, like when I when I said a well kept secret, um, maybe I should have been more clear about it. Like, yes, it is very cheap to get in there, but like it's not as easy as it is now. Back then, like you would need, you okay. would think you needed a lot more money to get in. Now it's well known that it's not a lot. And when I said like you couldn't do it with five dollars, like you really couldn't, like because a lot of people thought of the market. In a way of like, oh, you buying and selling. Not everybody knew like, oh, you just buy and hold type thing. It was not a common thing. It just thought like, you know, it was a rich elite type thing to do. But nowadays, like especially with these new markets where you could buy and sell for f- like free with no commission cost, I could put five, um, $100 and buy Coca-Cola, buy this and just hold it. And then when I'm ready to sell it, it won't cost me anything to sell it. Uh, and there's even other things like... um. M1 Finance, where you don't even have to buy a full share of something. So you could put a single dollar in there and own. It's not going to be much of a share, but you could own Apple. You could own Amazon with that $1. So now I'm saying like it's more common knowledge that you don't need a huge sum of money to get into stocks and finance and stuff like that. That's why I meant like it's easier now. It's It was more of a like well-kept knowledge because you could have done that back then. There was nothing holding you back from putting ten dollars into and buying shares of companies that were only worth nine dollars or whatever. But most people were like ten dollars in the stock market. What what's that supposed to do? People have millions in there. You know what I mean? That's where I was. That's what I was trying to say. But I, I guess I didn't say it right. Yeah, like your what you said like prior your explanation was a filled with contradictions. But what I'm trying to tell you is that man, like again, it's just. That all goes down to the lack of knowledge, the lack of people or parents or mentors telling the kids, hey, you can invest, but this is, you know, the route X, Y and Z. This is what you have to do. And I agree with you that today is a lot more easier through Robinhood and through these um, apps that you can download on your phone to invest. Absolutely. You know, Robinhood has like now you can invest less than a dollar, well, a dollar into a um, into bigger companies just like m1 finance i agree with you there it's a lot easier but my whole point is that the knowledge and that's one thing i always say like there's been almost a i pretty much know every single person um that i know of said i wish my parents would have taught me more so about investing instead of just saying i'm saving money 
instead of letting it sit in a bank, not in a high interest yield savings or a CDs, but just sitting in a bank collecting barely any interest. My whole, again, like I said, my whole point is just the knowledge was not there. That was not given to us. I mean, does that make sense? Y- yeah, like I never. Con- that's what I. I think that's what I said from the beginning. I was like, oh, like I think you're like you're breaking down my point of saying it was a well kept secret. Like, yeah, if it's a well kept secret, if nobody knows about it, if your parents didn't tell you about it, it's because they didn't know about it. Who knew about it? The I disagree with there. No, my parents. My parents knew about investing. I mean, your parents knew about it. Most parents don't know but they think they think saving is investing his parents knew knew about my parents didn't know about it like my people around they didn't know about like necessarily stocks and bonds and stuff like that they knew they told me to save of course they said like you know like a penny saved today's like you know i forgot the things but basically like you know yeah basically that kind of like they had that mindset but i never like i got heard of stocks and stuff like that but it's usually through like TV and movies and stuff like that, like fantastical in a way. Um, but I never had anybody mm-hmm. sit me down to be like, oh, this is how stocks are. This is what it is. Even if I'm young, I might not understand it. But as I got older, I didn't even school. I didn't really hear about that that much. Like, you know, like, you know, there's a yeah. whole thing about people saying like, you know, they need to start teaching these kids things that are going to help them in the future. That's we're going to know how to balance yeah, a checkbook and of stuff course, like, like that. Taxes, taxes and stuff like, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like you don't learn you learn quote unquote stocks in in school you like the terminology and what it means and stuff like that but nobody like you know like especially not high school like in middle school and high school that's not something that you know they focus yeah. on very much so that's what i'm saying back then it was like a well kept secret i don't know if that is the right terminology but that's how i'm thinking about it. it's like the people who knew knew they weren't like you know going out there to just spread the knowledge and in the knowledge were in probably in books but not everybody was just picking up a finance book to read um and also another thing like youtube i think that's a great help too because youtube like you get so much knowledge from there you a lot of people get yeah. little videos about finance and stuff like even you started doing like a channel on finance and i'm pretty sure somebody's going to run into those videos and be like huh mm-hmm. that's interesting like i said though like um again biggest point is that like i don't like i said like when you say well-kept secret um i don't i can't really i can't full hard like fully agree with you there because again our parents knew but their conception of like you know wealth is based on how much money you have saved if not through like investing do you think your parents understood because stocks or did they just know my parents, oh 100 percent. so why would they think 100%. why would they not teach you that if they understood what it is and they understand the because value I think of it why wouldn't they I, because tell you because i think it's go ahead because i i believe it's just like they think that um that it's better to just have the money saved than to invest it you know Uh, i don't know the concept of that because even like um based on what you told me about your family it seems like they're they're business savvy themselves so like that's why they They are are they now then or they were not then back then or they more business savvy now and they weren't as business savvy back then or well that's i can't say between those timelines because i was a kid growing up and then finding out about Mm -hmm. this information that's why i'm having the statement of like i wish somebody would taught me more so about hey savings is just not one thing you know you can invest it there's something called REITs there's something called ETFs there's something called dividends yeah you know, that's what I'm trying to say is that 
until I grown and become an adult and found out this information on my own. That's what I'm saying is that the information was lacking because no one was teaching it. They didn't teach you and like they didn't it, teach you any kind of like um invest maybe not stocks because stocks was a little bit like more. I said only only savings just as your parents did to you. But it's my parents didn't know friend. about the other things. Is that something that I'm, have you asked them? Yeah, have you asked? Yeah, because actually I've been teaching them about stocks, so I'm pretty sure they haven't. They didn't know about stocks because I've been the one talking to them about it and different ventures. I put several of my family members onto. I'm pretty sure they knew like the idea of stocks. Like some of them, I know they knew the idea of stocks basically. But I put right. so many of them on like Robinhood and give them referral links to where some look, of my like aunts, like uncle, will call me like, "Yo, I saw this, da da da. What do you think about this and stuff?" Like they'll talk to me about it now. So I'm pretty sure they weren't very savvy enough to tell some, like, to explain it to a child or put that idea into a kid's mind because they didn't know. So that's mm-hmm. for my family at least. Like you're saying, your family was business savvy, so I just don't understand why they wouldn't at least talk to you about investing. Not telling you to because you obviously can't start a stock account as a child. But the idea of like investing or the idea of making your money work for you kind of thing since they were in the business space already is why like you know why would they say saving well, because is better? They, they see they see that they see that they rather save the money mm-hmm. because they know that they, they can generate a greater return on their investment. Which you know I, don't I, I agree if you What do you mean? Okay, so for, if if you can make a greater return mm-hmm. on your investments, on the money that you save and earn Versus just putting it in the stock market, what would you preferably do? But they, I would personally, I would personally put the money towards something starting a business like what we have here. Yeah, generating a greater return than what the stock market would do for my, for the money I have saved. But that's what I'm saying, like that's the that's what I'm saying. They have the you have the idea of like you're making your money work for you, and increasing your money, which is what an investment is, right? So I'm saying, like, they might have not told you about stock market and, like, you know, buying stocks and doing all that. Like, you know, because as a kid, you wouldn't be able to take advantage of that. But the idea of investing, like, did they not instill that in, in you since they already – those are things that they were privy of. They really already knew. So I'm telling you, did they didn't try to they, instill that they in taught, you? They, they still like, no, saving? They taught, me, they taught me about saving, mm-hmm. and they taught me about, like, investing in, like, yourself – and like starting something yourself, not relying on any type of entity, um, for example, like the stock market or a company to pay you out dividends. So they they did like teach you, you some t- kind of financial literacy in a way. Of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah I didn't course. have any like, of that. All other did like save your money in a savings account or put it under a mattress yeah, again, type thing. Like, you know. Yeah. Again, that's like the rainy day funding. You know, yeah, like, yeah, again, that, yeah. Like a piggy bank type thing. I never had more than that mm-hmm. kind of knowledge on money. Like, of course, it's not like. They are the only place I could have gotten that knowledge. Of course, I heard, like I said, in TV and movies and stuff like that. But nobody, like, really sat me down mm-hmm. and explained it to me other than the fact of, like, hey, if you save your money today, you can buy something tomorrow versus the mindset of saving your money now to make it grow some more later or, like, investing into something to make it give you more money back. Like, I didn't have that yeah. kind of knowledge. It seems like you had a little bit more than me. Maybe not much, and I, like you know, I don't expect your parents to talk to you about stocks. For, well, for me, like when it comes to business and stuff like that, and selling, mm-hmm. like I always had, like I always been doing that ever since I was like little, yeah. like little. Yeah, I was a little boy. Um, as like the example I said to you is that you know I made my first like hundred dollars selling Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah, you know, and I'm and a playground. It, it was just, it was just in me. Like to be honest, it's mm-hmm. like this type of, like 
being business or selling something or whatever it's just in me yeah um again like i said you know, i'm going back to this previous statement i said before the knowledge was just lacking that's one thing i wish my parents would teach me a lot more of mm-hmm. which is about the different aspects different avenues of investing yeah you know stock market housing you know starting a business mm-hmm. what kind of business can you start you know how much can you know how much do you generate x y and z uh or can you do something better than somebody else can you provide a service that no one has yeah you know those types of things um and if i didn't if i didn't care about any of that at least this um tell me about the savings hey it's good to have savings yeah okay i'm not i'm not really interested in finance but savings i can i can do that you can understand that basically you know i, I get savings yeah. i want candy tomorrow and again, i gotta like, save a dollar today and you have to remember, like, we're 90s kids, dude. Yeah. We're not, like, 80s or 70s or, yeah. you know, later on. Like, we're pretty much practically, you know, just for becoming the new adults. Mm-hmm. Um, we are the new adults, basically. Most and 90s people coming, are, yeah, like, true. We're about hit 30 soon. No, 90s yeah, kids and like, um, are 30 now. You're, you're right. Wow. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I'm talking like 90s, like the 1990s to, you know. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like just the 90 itself. Like but, kids are in 90s are like. Yeah, the 30s. That's freaking crazy, mm-hmm. dude. But, but like I said, like, is this information? The information's always been there, dude. It's just, again, um, I don't know why. I guess the old way of thinking is that, like you said, that maybe the wealthy, the wealthy is only allowed to invest in companies. Okay. Yeah. But I see why you have there's contention with um, me saying like a well kept secret. Maybe the information line was not as vast as it, as it is now. Maybe that's where you're coming from. Like it was always there, just no. Everybody was talking about it. Just like you just thought you weren't part of that table kind of thing. Because um, now you know you have t you have TV, you have the internet, you have books, you have YouTube, you have so many different ways that are talking about like financial literacy and stuff like that. So maybe it's a little bit more. It was always there, guess, but there's more lines. Um, I don't know. The The importance of it was not really, really there. We just knew that we had to save for whatever reason mm-hmm. for a rainy day. I don't know. But um, see, just that's... Gotta always have a savings. That's why I'm saying, like, don't you think, like, like, um, of course, I'm not rich. I don't have any f- friends that I could say were brought up rich. But I like to think that more well-off families talked about those things with their kids i would like to think i agree Ooh, 100 percent. i feel like financial literacy is one of those teachings that um happens at an early age and like i i even not even a well-off family in a family that understands like you know things that can like fully impact your kid's life which is education yeah. which is again finance literacy you know I, and i agree with you there that's a that's a great statement 100 percent. i agree with you there but like to bring it all the way back around to where the statement was is the fact that my scenario you can't get you can't bring yourself up oh i'm stuck dude yeah that's what that was, that was the whole point like it's supposed perpetual. to be it's, it's supposed to be the extreme i wasn't trying to like you know hey I, like there's no loopholes in it I'm, i must be poor or broke but i'm gonna work hard to become rich and still have my friends nope you gotta stay broke with your true friends or rich I'd probably, no probably still be poor. Okay. I'd probably still be poor. Just stay broke. Because, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, like, um, you know, thinking a little bit darker is that at least that I would be missed. 
I won't just be another guy or this like another net worth without a picture, you know? Yeah. He's like, what would you, what would you choose? Uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not that cut and dry for me. I, I, I don't know. Like, I'd like to say like, you know, I'd rather be broke with the, with the friends but at the same time, I'm like, what can't money buy, you know? <laughs> like, I could buy me some friends. What was that Disney movie about that kid that was rich and he bought all his friends? Um, I don't I know. I forgot that. Richie Rich? Yeah, I think, was it Richie Rich? Yeah, basically he just bought, I don't know. bought his friends. I don't know. those movies, though. Yeah, I think it is Richie Rich. So you'd rather be, so you'd rather be rich than, and have no friends? I mean, I'll have friends. They're just not real friends. As soon as the money, if the money ever dries up, they're going to be gone. Like, and I think, mm-hmm. like, as a rich person, I'd accept that. And I feel like a lot of people, as they get richer, they start getting those feelings as well. Because they start realizing that a lot of people just care about their money anyway. I think it comes with being rich a lot of times. And even, like, your yeah. real friends, as you get rich sometimes. Not always. And it's not a very, like, you know, this always happens. But money gets in the way and fucks you up. Like, think about Kevin Hart. Like, his friend, his friend, I think it was, like, one of his closest friends, like, blackmailed him. Like, when he was going through the whole, going through the whole um, affair with his wife thing, like, he was blackmailing Mm. him for money. I think then Kevin Hart came out and just spilled the whole thing out. But, yeah, it was one of his close friends that was blackmailing him that is going to tell his wife about that whole thing. Not saying what Kevin Hart did was right, but it's like, that's your friend that you probably came, he probably came up with, like, before he was, like, Kevin Hart. And then now that person's like, you know, trying to extort you for money. So that sucks. I feel like that's, that's that takes a huge like trusting and it, it probably hurts a lot. Like to think like, you know, this dude, you're like, yo, I don't care about the money because before I had the money, he was with me. And then now you see them trying to extort you for money. Like it's going to be hard for you to trust people anymore, I think. Oh, 100%, dude. So, yeah. That's why like um your, your group of friends, like. Like if you're if you're planning to be successful, yeah. I mean, because you can plan uh, all day long, mm-hmm. but when you're planning, then the day you execute, and that year that you execute your, your plan, and the ups and downs, if you're starting a business or whatever, you get to see who's gonna be around you, like who has your back. Yeah. At the end of the day, who is gonna support you? Some people know how to play the long con, dude. But sometimes, but sometimes that doesn't matter because like um even though like um yeah like you're I don't know, man. I think again, like I said, it goes back to like um, friendship over like ten years. Yeah. I think no matter what happens, I think I don't think those people will be like, will know. do anything to like really hurt you. But again, you don't know, like you said, um, you don't know about human human like, nature f- or their intent. I might be a little bit like um, pessimistic in a way. I just feel like you know nothing lasts forever. Anybody could dip you any moment and stuff so i'd rather have oh 100 like, in the mindset like i'd rather be paying for my friends and know i'm buying loyalty versus like like fickleness as like i guess love or or anything like that to cause loyalty because that could wane but as long as i have money as long as i'm paying the most i know that loyalty is still probably gonna be around i don't know yeah see i don't i don't like that because you know at the end of the day you know when when the money dries up when the well dries or when you pass, yeah. you know, who, no one's gonna be, no one's gonna remember you. And I don't really care in a way because I'm dead. I don't matter anymore. I'm gone. Like if I didn't put an impact into the world, does it really matter if anybody remembers me? Like remember me for what? Of course it does. 
But why? For what? For the great things that you do, like you know, we're going to crossing the lines of like legacy and like what we're going to leave behind. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's more so. I think that's a a reflection of like yourself. Yeah, maybe. Like because like I think everybody wants to leave something behind. You know, the greatest. I, I believe one of the greatest gifts that you can leave your grandkids is money so they can go to college mm-hmm. or money so they they like generational wealth is one of those things that is like so i'm so i gotta be rich near that so i gotta be rich <laughs> but like but if you have no friends like how are you gonna get a girlfriend you know I'm, how are you gonna have a wife you're gonna have like mistresses you know matter of fact like, it's better if you're estranged i think my money would be go better if i have no kids and no wife nothing at least my money could be donated to like solve cancer or something after i die like give that whole 10 million to the cancer's um um society to figure that out so I mean, technically, you know, I'm doing. That's actually. What are you gonna say? Go ahead. I was gonna say technically, I'm doing go a go bigger, well, good for the world than just leaving it for a family to squander it and do whatever they. Place well, you it. never know. You never know Maybe. what I your kids know. or their grandkids can be or. What, so that's know, why it doesn't matter. Contribute. That's why it doesn't matter if I'm remembered or not, because I, I never will know. Like you know, like. And I, again, I guess it goes to again. One thing I think about when I hear people say, "Like, do I want to leave a legacy, or mm-hmm. what's my legacy behind after I pass?" I I believe those people are the people that um, drive changes, like even in their family mm-hmm. and even in their community. Yeah. The reason why I say that is because you know, if somebody looks up to me, they're like, "Oh, well, hey, your dad was a great man. He did X, Y, and Z for the community. He helped out." Mm-hmm. Um. You know, we're not saying that this is what you have to do, yeah. but we just want you to know that, hey, he was a good person and he contributed with the time that he had here. Yeah. Or say, for instance, that like um, something happened or like say that you invent something that cures something. Mm-hmm. Your dad did that. He cured something, you know. And it, it's like a do- I think it's like a double stance because it's kind of scary. Yeah. Because like if you don't, because if your legacy is so great. um mm. You know what's what's gonna happen after that? Like, are you gonna make him? Um, who's it? Michael Jordan? Yeah, Michael Jordan's kid. Doesn't he have a kid? Yeah, he has three. Yeah, doesn't three uh, boys? I think at least. Yeah. At least three of them that so, know that played yeah, basketball so, that none of them really amounted to what he did. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't really know. I just know he has kids and his, him them living up to his legacy is crazy. You know, I, I know. Like I, I watched something on that. I was like, there's three of his sons. They were decent, but they were nothing near their father's talent. So that's always been like. Dang, and I think one of them is Michael. I think the one he has a junior too, so it's that's that. I think so too. Um, but yeah, like my thing is like if I have ten million dollars, it doesn't. I'm not. I'm not stopped from spending my money on ph- philanthropy. Is that the, that's the word? Um, yeah, I could it. still spend my money to do good in the world. Doesn't mean I have ten million dollars and I have to be selfish and do nothing with it. Because if I die and I don't have anyone to. Okay, give so it to, let's like, go I'll, to your the same scenario that you gave yeah. me. Like that's the only money you go. You only can spend that money on friends. I could only spend that money on friends. What do you mean? Yeah, like as in like you know I don't the have scenario any that you painted me where I can't. Well, like, your fake friends. Oh, I could only spend um, on them. Yeah, that's it. Okay. And um, because you know since you painted the scenario for me that yeah, I yeah, can't, yeah. you know, pull myself out of poverty. <laughs> I you respect can't that. Donate or have any philanthropy, as you stated. I can't um, have any for the ah. Uh, yeah, you can't do anything good. All you got, all you gotta do is just know as a guy that pays for, pays for people's stuff, and we know somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that is, that dude is stuff. also a good friend. Like I would consider him a friend too. 
So you could be both. But in his in this case, I could be both. But in your scenario, I don't know. I probably <laughs> I could only spend the money on my friends and myself. Yeah, I guess. Not necessarily yourself, but mostly just your friends. Since we're just talking about friends. But I'm saying, like, I could still spend it to buy myself cool cars and houses and stuff like that, right? Uh, If it's only to impress your friends, yes. Only to impress my friends? Then I'd rather be broke. Shit, you're going to be doing this shit for nothing. I can't even buy myself. <laughs> I'd rather be broke with real friends, I guess. But um, but that would also ask a question, like, could, could money buy you happiness? Like, would I be happy with just being just having all that money and even though i know they're all fake friends and as soon as the money dries up they're gone like would i be happy in that moment could i be happy in that moment i think so i think so i think that's i think this is like a very like um controversial thing to say but i agree that i think money can buy happiness 100 percent. yeah even though it's temporary but yeah i agree with you Yeah, because it's it's all up to the person yeah what makes you happy like um yeah, it's all it's all to the person. So like, I I think money can buy. Yeah, I don't think everybody so. has a deep like you know because a lot of times where people say money, people that say money can't buy happiness, it's usually because they say you need a you need something to drive you in a way, something that you wake up to be happy to be excited, whether that be your family or a career or something mm-hmm. like that. The money itself, like buying things, could never fill the hole in your heart that you're trying to fill it with. The things you're buying is never going to fill it. But I'm like, if that's what the person, if that's what makes the person happy, like, you know, does it have to be more than that? Does it have to be bigger than that? Does it have to be some big cause to the universe to fill that hole? Like I said, it's the same. The new the Xbox could with the fill McDonald's shop. Yeah. There's some people that just don't aspire so think, to be more or to do more. It's just like, I'm happy here. I'm content here. Are they happy doing what they're yeah, doing? Yeah, it's like, you know? I'm good here. I don't need more. And you're not and and you're not happy at what you're doing now, so you want to do more. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's the same, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Again, it just depends on the person. But that's my yeah, fear, yeah. though. I, f- I feel like when I get like rich, that I won't be happy. Do you want to be rich or do you want to be wealthy? I don't know the difference. Where I have too much money to know what to do with, whatever that definition is, I want to be that one. Um. So you just want to just you just want to be generalized. To a number of, of like amount of money that you have, no, I want to have enough money to where the people that I consider close to me or friends that they don't have anything, families and stuff like that, and they don't have any worries, and I don't have any worries. That amount of money. So I think that's wealth then. Okay, I want wealth. I, okay, wealth. I, I want wealth. Because um, well, okay, let me for my for this is my definition. Uh, uh-huh. It's up to you if you want to look like the actual uh-huh. definition of it. But my definition of wealth is that I am both rich in both family friendships and in business or work life okay. i'm rich in all aspects of that like i'm not lacking in any one i'm overall just wealthy i have great friends i have a great job i have a business i have a great family okay that's my concept of wealth. And rich is just the money itself that's a, you're just a number just a number hmm. i mean the wealth one sounds better but do I get more money if I don't have the, the, the family and stuff like that? No. Is it the same amount the same, of money? It's the same oh, thing. I'd rather the wealth. It's just the same thing. That <laughs> that means like you're like every aspect of your life you're like you're fulfilled in. Yeah. Like not to like the absolute like fulfillment, but you're fulfilled as in like it's not lacking. I don't think anybody again, going could going back be to what that. we said. 
I don't think that's tangible. You don't think anybody can be that? I don't think that's tangible to be that they have a uh, just uh, equilibrium a, type thing. Nah. And that's why I said like it's not it's not absolutely fulfillment. Yeah. That's why I okay. said it's not it's not to that degree. But it, you in every aspect you have some type of fulfillment. You have good friends. You have a great family. You know. And that sounds nice. You got a good job. That sounds nice. Um. <clears throat> but. Uh, but that's my definition of wealthy. So I think, yeah, I'd rather be wealthy. But, I, like, my fear is, like, if I ever get to that point and I'm still not happy. like, I, But I guess uh, in your d- definition, I probably, it would be hard-pressed to not be happy, to have all those things and still feel unfulfilled in life. It's possible, but... Uh, very possible, But yeah, it's very hard-pressed. But in my possible. scenario, just, like, be, being rich. And then I think, like, you know, just because I don't have enough money, if I get more money, I'm going to be happy, I'm going to be fulfilled. And it's just like momentary happiness. Like, you know, I have all this and I don't have anything mm-hmm. else. Just kind of like, because a lot of people, I think, maybe throughout their journey for wealth and money and stuff like that, they sacrifice a lot to get there. Because anything you're amazing at or you did really well, you had to make a lot of sacrifices along the way to get there. You know, you yeah. can't be the Absolutely. best or great at something without making some um, sacrifices. Like, you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. So, I would have given Absolutely. up on a... And that brings us to our anime recommendation, Full Metal Alchemist. Right. <laughs> Equivalent exchange. Equivalent exchange, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like... Because a lot of people... I remember I was with this girl. She told me, like, do you think... What do you think is going to make you happy? I was like, da 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 She's like, what if you get in? You're not happy. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't know. What 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 <laughs> didn't there? Like, shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, damn. He's like... Well, He's like, what if you have all the money and doesn't make you happy? What if you chase all that and you give up all these things that, you know, that you feel like you have to give up on and then you get all this money and you're not happy? Then then what is it for nothing? You would have burned bridges or done stuff that you probably wouldn't have done if you weren't chasing the bag, as they say. And then now you're you got it all. You're just unhappy. Like, it's like. Well, I guess I think that goes to like being self-aware. Yeah. I think that goes into like the definition of self-awareness. Yeah, it reminds you of because the, like. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say it reminds you of the song um, "King Nothing." It's a it's a heavy metal song, by. Um, I don't know. Uh, you wouldn't know. I thought I thought you would know. You'd be listening to screamo and shit. Yeah, but uh, uh, I, I don't, it's by Metallica. I don't know. I don't it's know a song by Metallica. Oh, okay. So that's why I thought you would have known, but yeah. But it's about somebody who like chased everything. Have to hear it. Yeah, you probably heard it before. Or just in past or anything, but it's somebody who chased everything, and then at the end they just kind of realized they're like the a, king of nothing. What's it saying? Um, it's just like Icarus flying cl- too close to the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree with you there. Like, but that's I think um, my answer to her question is that you know the like what if statement is that I chased all this and I com- I accomplished every single thing, but I'm not happy, mm-hmm. right? But hopefully that I accomplish everything well. Where I have the now the time to find what makes me happy, mm-hmm. because a lot a lot of things that I see um, for people that's retiring um, in this day and age is that they stop working to focus on something for in retirement to mm-hmm. focus on something that they're that is their hobby or that they love. I agree. So I'll I'll start doing that. I'll figure out what I love. Sometimes it could un- be just traveling. Sometimes, unfortunately, like you said, hopefully you do it well, but um, sometimes you don't have the time, man. And it's kind of like you spend all this time, That's and true. then you look around, you have nobody. I feel like that'd be yeah, because like um, 
it's like a um this book that I, i've been uh, listening to it's called the, the e-myth it talks about how like um mm-hmm. a lot of people want to be entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and when they establish a business they're at the end of the day they're doing every single thing and now it's not a business um that you own is that the business owns you now mm-hmm. and you're never happy because you're working for a crazy person which is yourself that is true but it's one of those things where like, i think you just have to it's just like going to school figuring out what you want to do in life i don't think anybody really truly knows um until they get their hands on whatever it, it might be yeah i agree because i think because what we're doing like for people who own businesses i think what they're doing is to establish a type of living where they're their own boss not necessarily their own boss where their financial expenses is not um is covered and they're not needed for something mm-hmm. you know and the whole point i think is of a business to generate jobs for people as well i guess mm. i feel like maybe but, i was gonna say i don't yeah. think not a lot of at least for me i was like that's probably not the first thing that comes to my mind in the mindset of business it's just the mindset of owning something is like the first thing like creating jobs like is a byproduct of it i think at least in my mind when oh, i think about it absolutely i know i was i was more so still talking about the oh, oh okay i thought about. it was like uh, your your belief i was like hey you, you think bigger than me because all i think about is like yo how am i gonna make money oh dude i'm uh i'm at 16 books so i i, I destroyed my record for what uh, this year my uh whatchamacallit yeah because i said 12 books right? yeah if i remember right yeah i'm at 16 books wow dude that's awesome and I, I will check out the book because you did send it to me. Um, I'll check it out. Yeah, I, I, it's by far the best book about uh, like entrepreneurs. In finance in general um, or just entrepreneurship? Entrepreneurship, I think. I mean, it has some lessons about finance, of course. Okay. But you know how mostly all like entrepreneur books is just all case studies? Mm-hmm. In a way, yeah. Yeah, this one is kind of – yeah, this one's like pretty different like from uh, what I've been listening to. Mm-hmm. Because the reason I ask you just well, finance yeah, in general is because I was gonna be like, is it the, the Babylon? I was gonna say, richest man in Babylon. Really I was gonna good. say, is it better than that? Because really you too. you piqued my interest. Because um, the richest man in Babylon yeah, the, is the, the EMF is probably the best finance book I've ever read. Well, I mean, haven't read too yeah, too absolutely. many. Absolutely. It's so easy. Like, the thing is, like, it's, it's like easy read. Um, I love the yeah that and the simplicity of like it. Because I think when it comes to finance, a lot of people makes it. Um, mm-hmm. A lot harder than what it necessarily is, but who knows, man? But is there anything else that you want to say? Any closing statements? Um, nah, I don't have anything. I just, I guess, most people would probably choose the, the um, friends and live a mediocre life than no friends, and be rich. Yeah, that's fair. I agree. We're sentimental <laughs> peoples. Yeah, I guess because we, I think we care, we, we care more so about like our people. Yeah, because you know? a lot of times when you get the money, it's probably just to impress others or to, like, have a comfortable life. I don't know, like you know, um, back to Dave Chappelle, like where he says, like a lot of times when a guy drives a nice car, it's not because he likes nice cars, it's because the females love oh, like, <laughs> like <Yeah>. nice cars. <laughs> I'm fishing, I'm fishing out here. Yeah, but yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, for me, guys, is this like uh, never consider yourself to be poor, just consider yourself to be broke. <laughs> yeah, you could get out of being broke. 
Absolutely. Um, so that's going to do it with, uh, with us, guys. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.